the the donut donut box the donut box with the new year comes new motivation to get on track we are in our fitness routines we are heading to the gym we are doing the workouts but at some point around mid-january or maybe around february it becomes a little bit hard to keep going on your routine what is that and how do we stay consistent when it comes to exercise my name is joe sebastian i'm a registered nutritionist and dietitian and you're listening to the donut box where we unbox stories and talk about things we usually don't talk about and today we are unboxing a letter about exercise let's get into it it's joe and it's elijah and you're listening to the, the donut, donut box, box. new year <laughs> I forgot to happy. <laughs> New Year. Welcome again to another episode. Yeah, are we not happy? I don't know yet. No, it's a second it's a second episode of the New Year. Uh how has your New Year been so far, Elijah? Pretty good. Uh, I've been working, I've been studying, I've been exercising. I started my I started working out again and this time continuously and trying to build more habits. Yes, we're all about building habits for real. Like, um, I think this is the first time where the new year, because New Year this year was Monday, and I think New Year should actually be on a uh, January one should always be on a Sunday, because I don't think anybody can really start in their routines on January one, just because they are like super tired, <laughs> they've been really sleepy from the day before. <laughs> but yeah, my family doesn't really do the whole waiting for 12 o'clock or anything so we just tried to sleep through it though it's too loud to sleep through it but this is the first time i just woke up and it didn't even feel like a new year which is like january 1 mm -hmm. if you guys didn't know um joe's family um sleep jumps in their sleep for new year's you know to get taller no last time we jumped but then this year we just <laughs> we didn't jump I guess why because just... you guys knew you're not gonna grow anymore I you mean, guys I accepted just that gave up <laughs> yeah. yeah you guys accepted fate yeah, we did eat grapes, but not on at twelve o'clock. We ate it like throughout the night. I don't, I don't understand know. the grape thing. <laughs> I'm not so sure either. So that you have a grape year. I thought it was just fruits in general, like because fruits is like health and prosperity. No, yeah, you have to have twelve round fruits, um, but then you have to eat twelve grapes before midnight. Can you name twelve midnight. round fruits? Hmm? Okay, Can but that's not the episode for today. Yeah, so but still, we're not gonna do that. it's so stupid <laughs> because it's like grapes, oranges. Okay, next topic, guys. Duh, there's also, I uh, know. Oh, grapefruit. Pears, pomelo. Apples. Those are not round, Joe. Apples are round, technically. No, they're apple-shaped. Well, what? <laughs> what? Anyways, so this year, I'm just saying that this year was like the year where nothing felt majorly different. Like, it just felt like another day. And it actually was very soothing and very calming. Although there is something that I've been doing this year, which is my accountability series on YouTube. Yeah, guys, check it out. It's actually pretty buzzing. Joke, sorry. It's, it's actually. Like, <laughs> is, that, is that the right way to use that? Oh, my God, I'm getting so I don't old. know. Just say is it's it pretty. Or is, or is food the only thing that's buzzing? Can you, can I a don't series know. be buzzing? But yeah, guys, it's really amazing. You guys should check it out. Like, we're on ep when this airs, we're on episode four. 
No, we're already on episode four as we're recording this. I think we'll oh, be by recording. the sixth already by the time yeah. that this one comes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we uh my goal is essentially to post a video every other day of January so that we can really focus in on our habits, just like as an accountability buddy. And it has actually really, really helped me. Cause there are certain times when I would work out and I would kind of cheat myself, honestly. It's like, mm, I don't need to do another set or oh, I don't need to lo- load up the weights here. Or there will be times where I'm like, yeah, I I don't want to even effort in this meal anymore or anything. And having the accountability kind of adds a light pressure. Like it's not super pressure where it's like, oh, I have to be perfect or anything. But it adds that extra pressure of like, people are watching, we are having this accountability and I want to help set a good example. I'm not pushing myself, sorry, I'm not pushing myself to the point of like, I'm not going to be able to sustain this, but it's just this nice little like extra pressure of, hey, we're doing it all together and like, let's, let's keep going, you know? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Like, honestly, on my side of it, in terms of accountability, the reason I started, one of the reasons why I started working out again other than you know health and because i want to learn to love and enjoy working out again is because i recently got a job at a gym as a trainer and like i just don't want to have a moment where what if my client lifts more than i do i mean <laughs> that's like, gonna happen i know i know that some yeah but yeah. and it's not about you know it's not just about aesthetics or whatever but in the whole in that space where your image is a thing like and that's how I make money. It's so hard to like, you know, I have to find that balance, right? And, I, but, you know, I'm I'm doing it for myself as well. Like, I, I started enjoying it. And, you know, guys, free membership <laughs> really push, really pushes you to work out because just like, oh, I can use the gym whenever I want. Yeah, that's true. And no, you're right. If you do work in the health, industry but also it's not pressure that you have to have like a perfect healthy routine that's also something to emphasize oh yeah no i i agree it's more it's like just finding that balance because i just you know the client retention or acquiring clients it's it's a big deal right if i if i don't get any clients i don't get paid for example my professors in in college a lot of them apparently would get comments like oh, dietitian bayan professor kanan dietitian tas ganyan itsura mo ganun and it's like it's it's so unfair to put that or even the trainers who may not be like super super lean and all of these things they can still be very very knowledgeable but it's not just knowledge it's also not so much application and perfect application of it but you do have to have some experience as well in what you're yeah, doing. No, I, I, mm-hmm. I agree. Like on the hush hush, a friend of mine who works at a gym recently had someone who was applying for the gym who supposedly had four years of training experience who graduated from kinesiology, which is the study of sports and training and fitness and human movement, right? It seemed like he had the knowledge, but what put the manager off into not hiring that said person was when he, it came down to showing the client how to do something he was very clumsy and kind of ditzy in a way which didn't really reflect the he had four years worth of training right so that that's also the balance of being a trainer it's like you can have all the knowledge but when it comes to like you know showing the things you actually have to know how to do it right mm-hmm. Exactly. In the same way, like for me, it's 
um, if I tell people to eat fiber and like I don't at least try to add fiber into my diet, you know, it doesn't mean that I have to be perfect and like all of my meals have fiber, but I do have to have some of that application for myself as well. And uh, that's just kind of putting back into the whole idea of there's no specific look to health or a specific look to a dietitian or a trainer or whatever. Anyone can be anything and do what they want to do. But you also have to have some of that experience in that aspect as well. Um, in the sense of like you've lifted at least a weight before, so you know how it feels. Or you've tackled or tried a recipe or some methods that you're doing here and there. Just so that it can resonate a little bit better. Uh, I actually saw this post on on threads where they're talking about how people who have experienced certain things have a better way to connect with their clients. Like for me, I talk to a lot of individuals who struggle with their relationship with food and I can connect with them better because I have that experience of struggling with my own relationship with food. And it's not to say that you have to have like binge eating to work with binge eating um, in the those who struggle with binge eating, but there's just that extra level of connection that you may not have if you've never really experienced it in your life. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, when it comes to like human interaction industries, it's all about making connections. That's how you acquire clientele. That's how you have clients that you have forever and stuff like that. And when you have that genuine uh similar trait or similar experience it's so much easier to go about it in a way because you can understand the psyche or not fully understand but maybe empathize or sympathize of how they felt or how they feel in order to cater to them and that's important and there are certain nuances that you probably wouldn't like get a little bit for example i have a lot of clients who work with dietitians who haven't really experienced binge eating and may have just been told to just stop eating you know where it's like ooh, it's more than just stop eating you know there's a lot of layers to that and that's why also well for example when i when i was in the eat bulaga episode and by the way guys i was on eat bulaga a few years ago 2000 2021? I think it was 2021. Yeah, yeah. that was 2021. 2021. Yep. Yeah, it was on an Itbulaga episode that was like with uh, eating disorders, the bowel judgmental segment. And then they were like talking to a psychologist there. They cut this out of the, um, they cut it out of the episode. But the psychologist essentially said, yung matakaw ka. Like binge eating is yung matakaw ka lang. And um, me and the other contestant, we talked after and we were like, there are just so certain aspects to that um and again we're not saying that you have to have experienced something to be a professional or to qualify to give people for advice in it but there is that extra layer of connection that can really help most of the time yeah like that one piece of experience that you can connect with somebody can be the line between insensitivity and actual like knowledge on how to tackle the particular problem right because like you said that one person can say or you're just you just like to eat versus knowing what it's like to have a binge eating disorder and knowing that it's not just 
Or yeah, like just you, because you I already think you already think that that's the problem, so that would just like validate your your struggle of like, exactly. oh yeah, I, I really am just matahaw, and you wouldn't be able to go in deeper to like, oh wait, there's actually there's more to it, you know. leads us to our letter of the day because i could really really resonate with today's letter like when i was reading it i was like oh i swear (laughs) this letter 95 percent of the people who make a fitness style new year's resolution will be able to connect with this Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and i have and i relate with it elijah's probably related with it so this is actually the perfect um time to share this as you are starting on with your journeys in your health routines let's answer this letter so our letter reading mm-hmm. music please okay i'm just gonna read it you didn't, you didn't <laughs> recognize what i did huh i mean i feel like it's a theme song of something lord of the rings yeah okay here we go <laughs> oh by the way if you guys are wondering why i sound like this i just came back from Three two weeks of a flu, coughing for three weeks straight, and recovering from laryngitis because my coughing was so bad I injured my voice box basically. Yeah, just so you know, Elijah has asthma, so for some reason it takes him so much longer to get better from coughs. Like it just takes a lot longer for him to recover. Yeah, like no more flu, no more fever, no more fatigue. It's just a fatigue from coughing. Anyways. I'm getting better. I drink tea like five times a day. And yeah, let's get on with this letter. Okay, let's read the letter. Hey, Coach Joe. Buti ka pa, you're back at it sa exercise. Ako nag-stop na naman ako last November. Ang hirap ng ganitong cycle. Yung gaganahan ka sa umpisa, tapos alam mo naman, taking it slow as progress na, pero biglar... Pero bigla lang rin tatama rin ulit kasi naiinip ka or walang result. And for our audiences who are don't know what that what that means, basically the letter sender is saying um it's hard to go in that cycle of starting to work out because you want to work out and you know that pro- slow progress is still progress, but then you get lazy because it's taking forever so you stop and then you do it again and then you stop and they're saying that that cycle really it's sucks. exhausting yes yeah. mm-hmm. i have been in this cycle not as many times as i would like to say but there is just like there are a lot of mini cycles for me of this where it's like oh i'm so i'm so tired of this the main time that i felt this was okay i think it was 2022 yeah, it was beginning of 2022. I was really starting to slow down in the gym and slow down in my workouts. Um, I, I stopped doing it very consistently. I, I think it's because I got sick 2021 of December, so it was hard to get back into it. And then I got back into it. And there were so many times where I felt like, okay, Monday, this is it. I swear I'm going to get back into my routine. But I just felt like I was not getting into the groove of it. I was not getting into it. And then I got diagnosed with cancer, so I really didn't get to work out at all with that. But generally, that's where it started for me. It was 2022, where the big slump year 
for me, it was a slump of a year in workout. I was so inconsistent. I hated going to the gym to the point where there were times where I would just take photos for the for the Instagram or take a few videos here and there. I'm so sorry I'm exposing myself. But there are times where I would take a few videos here and there, but I wouldn't actually do the workout. You know, and this is why social media is not everything because it doesn't show the full story. And I just remember that being such a major slump. I posted so many times. I'm like, we're going back to the gym again. I feel so good. And then one month later, we're back at the gym again. We're starting over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember that time. But, well, it's normal. You have those times where it's like you're really burnt out. Like, uh, for me, most of the time, it's I get the progress and then I burn out. And then the times where I no, let's feel talk like, about that for you. Like, let's yeah. talk talk about twenty twenty because this was like maybe your major boom in like fitness, and then it was yeah. a really big burnout. So, like, talk us through that. Yeah. So I got out of a relationship, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna. This work is out. early twenty twenty. Okay. Early twenty twenty. Um, actually, exactly like four years ago, or like. Almost exactly what? four years ago. Oh, yeah, it's 2024. Yeah. I, like, I was like, it's yeah. only been three years. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's 2024. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I got a relationship. <clears throat> and I was like, um, you know what? Whatever. I'll just go back into fitness. That's what happens all the time with me anyways. And then I started meeting Joe. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going with my fitness thing. She does fitness. So perfect. Like She does I'm, fitness. I'm, mo- <laughs> I'm, I'm motivated, right? Yeah, no, because I, I would. No, no, I, I would no, no. That's a very IG interesting stuff, right? statement. She does yeah, fitness. She's, in, she's into fitness. She <laughs> okay. does fitness. Anyways, so that went on, and even through the lockdown, I went to the states, uh, the summer of 2020, like worked out, home gym, like random plates outside, yeah, uh, lifting water bottle, like resistance big, like bands, five, yeah, resistance like, bands, mm-hmm. and I did well. I felt good. It, I had a, I, I had a flow going. And then I think it was the end of 2020 when I started slowing down, but I still worked out into 2021. And then I just burnt out like summer boom. I just stopped. And why? Why? You got injured. I got injured. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me I tell your pulling... story then. So. Yeah, I was, I was pulling really heavy deadlifts and then I got injured. And then. I was out of commission. I didn't want to work out. And it just hit. I was like, I'm burnt out. I don't want to work out. And, I, and there's so many times I tried to get back in. And I would get like a week or two in or three weeks. And then I'd stop. Yeah. And, it just like comes and then, coming back and forth. And that. it didn't help when 2022 rolled in. Because I started clerkship. And it was one year in the freaking hospital. And I would be so tired to work out. Luckily, luckily the saving grace was beginning of this year. When I was introduced to tennis, where fit, I I was like it clicked fitness, like because even through COVID, me and Joe would have clients where we would teach, and I would tell them find something that you enjoy. Fitness isn't just about lifting weights. It's not just about running. It's not just about walking. Find something that you like to do. Find a movement you like to do. And when I found tennis, I'm like, this is it. This is the this is <laughs> this the is thing the that I've been looking for. Thing- ever yeah <laughs> yeah no i and agree so mm-hmm. that really lifted me out of the the deepness of 
yeah. being burnt out and being in that cycle. Now, this year, like I said, with my job and everything, I don't want to use the job as an excuse. I actually want to go back to lifting weights. Yeah, I mean, it's not an excuse. Because I actually truly it, enjoy it. Yeah, it's not an excuse. Yeah. It's more of like it's... Yeah. Like your light pressure or your motivation in a sense. Yeah, you know? the, the light, the yeah. the thing that's like, yeah, just, I mean, yeah, you have clients. And so this is to answer the question or the the letter a little bit. What can we do when we hit those times? When you are when you are working out and you're doing your routine and it feels good in the beginning and it starts to not feel good, you got to ask yourself why doesn't it feel good anymore? You know, because this is where the root of it really comes in. If I go back to my time when I burnt out. I realized that the reason it wasn't feeling good for me is because the only thing that I was really using as my motivation, as much as I would say, I want to feel strong, all of those things. Yes, I did want to feel strong. But deep down, I knew that the main thing that I wanted to do was to look like a fitness influencer. Like there was a specific look that I was chasing, which I do want to emphasize again, this is not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, If you have specific goals, like if you have a specific motivation, that is okay. But you have to always ask yourself, is this going to keep me going, especially in the hard times, especially when I don't see a result? Is this going to keep me going? Because it was not for me. Like I was... Granted, I wasn't pushing myself hard enough to see results anymore. Like, I had essentially plateaued because I wasn't progressing in the gym. Like, I wasn't adding weights and stuff like that. But because I wasn't seeing results that I wanted to see, it was getting demotivating. It was like, why am I even doing this? So the first thing we really have to look at when it comes to exercise is that what are you doing it for? You know, and really diving in much deeper because if it's just for physical appearances yes that is highly motivating to a degree until you don't see results so what is a motivation that doesn't have to be a specific result based that can help you keep going and tapping into something that goes a little bit more into it can keep you going even if you don't see results, right? Like, for example, when it came to us going into tennis, like before I used to just move my body for that dream body, just that weight loss. So workout kind of felt like a punishment in that sense. Like it felt like, okay, you have to reach this and that. So you have to be doing this. When it became, when when we got into tennis, it was more of, I want to feel, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy. I want to be able to experience life and have this body to experience life and then that pushed me to start going back into lifting weights because oh i need more strength and power in 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 my tennis i need more speed so maybe i should start running and that really gave me a whole other view of what motivation with for movement could feel like and if you guys don't want to take it that far or to that extent uh let's say you just want to lift weights and your main goal is to have the dream physique. What else can you add as motivation? Maybe lifting heavier, right? Um, where where it's like, oh, my physique hasn't really changed in these two months, but but my bench press went from a hundred pounds, and now I can do one hundred fifty pounds. Like that's progress, and it's quant quantifiable and you're able to see it right even those small things find little things and even with what joe said the joy of actually enjoying lifting or working out or moving your body as a way to enjoy life that's a great motivation Mm -hmm. 
that's uh i have a story about this one it's i have a client who who told me how difficult it was for them to start getting into working out like they were doing they were going to the gym they were doing all of these things they were working they were doing their best to get 10,000 steps a day but in the different ways that it would fit in their context which is a condo life so this condo living looks like walking around a gym and swimming up training in a small gym and walking around a swimming pool area again and again and again so going around that swimming pool area because if you're living in manila there's a lot of uh, pollution so if you're gonna walk outside of the house it's sometimes it's a bit difficult especially if you're in a city area right like you if you're gonna do walking for exercise there's going to be a lot of smoke there's going to be a lot of cars and it's not necessarily the most enjoyable or even long helpful or long healthy experience right so they were talking about how it was just so hard for them to get into that routine because it was just so unfun like they didn't even understand why they were doing it anymore and then their friends invited them on a hike so they went on a hike and during that hike they were having fun they were enjoying they were seeing the different um uh views but they were having a hard time getting through that climb but it did give them that motivation of oh okay this is why i want to exercise because i want to experience things like this and when i do experience things like this i want it to be i don't want to have such a difficult time doing it like i don't want it to hurt my knees and to hurt my back and to to make me feel like i am dying as i'm trying to climb i want to feel challenged enough but feel good as i do it so i was like yes exactly when we talk about motivation for health it's not just a motivation to go to the gym it's motivation for why am i going to the gym am i going to the gym just because i have to or am i going to the gym to use the strength or the functional movements that i have been able to build for my life and that's when we say fitness and food should enhance your life not control it or be the center of it right it should enhance your life you enhance your life by giving yourself more energy as you eat more energizing foods. You enhance your life by giving yourself the strength and the power to do all of these things and experience the world if you want to travel or if you want to do all of these things. And when that becomes something that is deeply rooted for your health goals, it helps you stick. Even when it's hard, it helps you stick. You know, I was just thinking about it, right? I w- we always tell our clients that health and <clears throat> health Fitness and diet is a lifestyle. It kind of goes with what you just said, where it enhances your life, right? Health, uh, fitness and diet is a lifestyle because it gives your life style. You're a great salesman for for fitness. Yeah. <laughs> no, but 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 seriously, right? Because what do I mean by it gives your life style? Like it makes it different. It makes it enjoyable. It makes it something worth doing or living for right where like i said fitness isn't just working out it's not just about lifting weights or or cardio it could be a sport it could be a movement they enjoy and the fact that you enjoy it it makes your life more enjoyable and more worth living and it gives it that style and lifestyle right right Okay, guys, so uh, I'm at uh, 24-hour fitness on the available. You can see me. Uh, I can cook and train you. <laughs>
Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. <laughs> that's a really uh that's a really interesting way to put it. But this is the very first part of any health journey is always intention. You know, you have to make sure you're checking in with your intentions and it feels like it fits for you and it, it feels good for you because that's what gonna that's what's gonna keep you going. Now, next with that is to build the habit. Okay, because motivation is only gonna get you so far. You know, something that they always say is that like, I don't know who they are, but they say that highly motivated, highly successful people are not successful because they're motivated. They're successful because they can do things even if they're not motivated, you know? And if you're only waiting for motivation all the time, it's going to be very hard to keep going because you're only, you're only doing things on days you're motivated. So imagine if you were only doing things on days that you're motivated. Exactly. How often would that be? Maybe not Monday. Maybe a, maybe a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe twice. Monday, Every Monday and Tuesday. Like, ugh, Tuesday, it's like the worst day of the week, in my opinion. Wednesday, you're like, oh, oh, we're halfway there. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense, too. I guess we're going to be Thursday because I'm like, tomorrow's Friday, like, you're, you know, or like Friday because tomorrow's the weekend. So something like that, you know. No, no. Friday, I don't want to work because it's like, I'm just waiting for the day to be over, right? So it's 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 a mix between Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> okay. So, you know, if you were only working when you were very, very motivated, you would limit yourself to those specific days. And let's say, yeah, you're motivated for a whole month. But what about after that month? That's why... Motivation can get you started in some cases, but habit is going to keep you going. And that's always what we look at. If you are only waiting to be motivated by a specific thing, and while goals are important, yes, but if you're only waiting for that motivation to hit, when are you going to do something? And just my favorite description of this is, think about when you're like working on a school paper you know, it takes you so long to start. But once you get started, you get into the groove and you keep going. So what if you just started, even if you didn't have an idea of what to write or what to do, and you just did it? Like, maybe that's actually when motivation would hit or that, that fire would hit um, in that aspect. So those are some things that, that have been really helpful for me in my journey is that motivation is not something you, ha- you can rely on. Habits are. And you have to really look down, look at your intentions because they are also going to keep keep you grounded and keep you going, especially when motivation isn't at its highest peak as well. Motivation will always dip. It's not going to stay the same. It's not consistent. It's not constant. But what is, is the habits that you build. That's what keeps you moving forward. And so those are some of the things that we want to look at a little bit. Then if you're just starting out... Like you're really just starting out to work out. My, I think variety of workouts can also be very helpful in your consistency. Because some people do really, really well with just one thing. Like just lifting weights and all of this, those things. Like that's really great. That's, that's super fun. But if you find that it's hard for you because you fall into a cycle, try a variety of move, movement. Like try different exercises. Because I think that can make it more exciting for you. It can keep it fun. It can... Give you a little bit more stimulus, uh, a little bit more um, rhythm as you go through the different things. So those are some other aspects. Yeah, those are some other, you know, another few things to go to look at. Uh 
what Joe said was was on point with what we tell our clients, right? Um, the variety of exercise will lead you to finding something that you enjoy, right? Um, it could be as simple as maybe in one week of you lifting weights, you try different things that you want to try. Maybe it could be lunges, it could be squats, it could be Bulgarian split squats, it could be hip thrusts, right? It could be different types of exercises that you might think that you might enjoy. And from there, you can cross out the things that you don't. Or it could be trying a new sport. It could be trying out swimming, tennis. Tennis, guys, I, I promise you, if you guys play tennis, you will thank us 100%. Walking also is a different thing that may be underrated, but it can actually be very helpful. I think for walking, it's also nice to have like different sceneries. Um, if you can... Or watch something while you're walking. Um, I always like that, uh, what they say, where whenever they watch an episode of a specific show, they try to walk on the treadmill while they do it. And it helps keep them productive and also gives them motivation to to do that thing. Because like, they can't watch the show without walking, you know? So, so Some people actually have the standing up desk and they have like the... The, the tread the treadmill yeah the walking pads that don't even have i find that so distracting though for myself <laughs> like i don't i can't do that but but it's great for those who can because i'm like i can't i can't even work while i'm sitting down and like i don't know i just can't even work <laughs> when when there's so many things going on how do you walk because your body's going up and down you're in the act of walking how does one like type or write something, you know? Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like you might mess up with what you're doing. Yeah, I think it's it's it, it really dependent on of course they don't they don't walk too fast. Like they walk in a very slow pace for sure, like a walking a talking pace. But I still don't understand how people are able to do it. So if you are able to do that, that's so great. But I cannot do that one. But you know, having looking for different ways to make it fun is always and spicy is always something that comes back and forth here and there, you know. And we really just go back to when you're feeling in that cycle and if you feel like you've burnt out, there's this statement that we also mentioned in the other episode that sometimes burnout is really from thinking about things that you don't want to do. So if you don't want to do it, you're really less likely going to keep up with it. So how can you find something that is both fun, motivating, and um, and also re- helps you reach your goals. And maybe you can pair different things with that. Like, let's say you want to build muscle, but you don't find lifting weights fun. I'll, I'll try to uh, lift weights and do a sport that is actually something that I enjoy, right? Because those are different ways to to look at movement. It doesn't have to be just one thing. I have to hit the gym, hit an hour, that's it. I can still have fun at every moment i can still enjoy every moment of the gym Uh, i think this is kind of the whole it's not the destination it's the journey and the journey part of the journey is the exercise in itself so if you're not if you're not feeling good throughout each of those exercises because it's boring you or it's taking up too much of your time and you're not mentally able to focus there are options to change specific exercises or mix it up with exercises that you do like to help keep you motivated. Yeah, definitely. And that kind of ties in with what I wanted to say, where it's 
the journey doesn't have to start fast. A lot of people want to rush it, so they start their fitness journey, they go all out, and they do the burnout. But you don't have to go through that. You can start slow. Maybe allocate one day of the week just to work out, and you go from there. Because, especially in lifting weights, a lot of people go heavy. They go like, mm, go all out on the first day, and then two days later, their body hurts so much they end up wanting to quit because they can't do anything. They're like, oh my god, like I can't do anything, and there and then they already burnt themselves out. Where whereas, take it slow. Don't have to go hard because you're building your way up to that point where you can hit it that strong, mm-hmm. you know? And there was a part of the letter where I said, like, taking it slow is the progress, but you get lazy when it's slow, right? And and I definitely understand that. And it's hard to kind of um, separate yourself from the hustle culture that we have, where it's you have to be doing it every single day or you have to be hitting it hard all the time. Otherwise, what are you even doing it for? And I can definitely relate with that pressure because like i am the same when i started playing tennis i was like okay i just want to be so good already and i just want to play 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 but then how could you keep going so there's actually three mistakes that i find most people make when they are starting their fitness journey or they are having a hard time being consistent with their fitness or their routine and number one with with that is usually when they are not eating enough So that is a really big thing to look at because your quote-unquote laziness could also be you having absolutely no energy to spare. So our bodies are very smart and sometimes it goes into this conservation mode where it's like, I don't have enough energy to do do anything else other than keep you alive. So if you're going to exercise, we're not going to have anything left. So I'm going to try to make sure you don't do any movement that is unnecessary in our energy expenditure. So sometimes you might feel like you're lazy, but actually you're not eating enough to keep you energized to do that workout, to do that movement. There are days where I haven't gotten any food in and it's not because I'm lazy. It's just, why do I feel tired? Why do I feel like I can't work out? And then I'm like, oh, I haven't had breakfast yet. And it's as simple as that, where it's just like, oh, it's because... I literally don't have energy. That's why I feel like I don't have energy to do this workout. Yeah, exactly. Because for me, that was really the big thing where where I was so frustrated. It's like, why can't I do this extra, this workout? Like, I just, I'm just so lazy. And then when I started eating more, I was like, oh, okay, I'm not actually that lazy. I, I just didn't have energy. You know, so that's number one. Um, number two is trying to do an exercise that you think you have to, not doing the things that you want to. Right, so you see online people are lifting weights. I have to lift weights. You see online that somebody's doing high intensity training. I have to do high intensity training. You know there are those times where it can be out of peer pressure. And again, you can try things out and give yourself some time before you give up on it. Of course, where it's like try Pilates. You didn't like it the first time, but you did it again, and then you found love for it. Sometimes it's going to be like that. Like the first session of tennis was really embarrassing for me because I didn't really do well and I probably would have given up. But when I kept going, it was really fun. So sometimes you do have to give yourself a little bit of that discomfort before you find it comfortable. But you have to be honest with yourself. Do you like it or are you just doing it because people told you to do it? Yeah, it's at the end of the day, it's 
what you feel about it. But like Joe said, give yourself that buffer period because you might not like it at first, but you, it might be the thing that you enjoy doing the most. So um, it's really up to your judgment. But don't let... I mean, <sighs> in a way, yeah, it's good. Look at stuff, right? Like It goes back to the variety thing. Look at different exercises, what people are doing, and then you have to decide, okay, I'm going to try that. Do I really enjoy it? And you have to give yourself that. You have to, you have to make, you're irresponsible for yourself and no one else's. And you have to kind of look into a little bit of like, am I excited to do this again? Like, that's kind of the thing that we're, we're looking at. Like, okay, I did this. Am I excited to do it again? That's kind of my metric for me to be like, yeah, I like this. Because if I don't want to do it again, like I'm dreading the next session, that kind of tells me I didn't like it at all. Um, and then another thing we find as a big uh, thing that impacts consistency is going too hard all at once. So like what Elijah mentioned, because if you go too hard and then you're super duper sore the next day, how are you going to keep going? You know, a lot of us chase soreness and it's not to say that you sh like soreness is bad. Okay. There is a level of soreness that tells you that you have progressed because, you know, there's times where it's not good and sometimes that it is actually helpful. But if you're chasing soreness as a metric of success in your workouts, you may be pushing yourself a little bit too hard and a little bit um, unrealistically as well. Yeah, um, one of the biggest beginner mistakes because it can put you out of commission for a week and that already stops you from from having that consistency, right? Mm -hmm. And yung pala so, injury na. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you probably got injured, right? And that's happened to me multiple times, actually. Um, running track, um, I was like, oh, my legs are sore. And I was like, oh, that's good because it means I'm working out hard. Kept going through it. Ended up, I tore one of my quad muscles. Oops. Yeah. And when you lifted the deadlift and you ended up getting injured as well, you know. So uh, not necessarily from like pushing yourself. Well, I don't know. Was it pushing yourself too hard? Not sure what happened there. but you know. Or maybe too fast, too soon. Mm -hmm. Also Instead possibly. of pacing myself. Yeah. Because you can get impatient. Like, not you. You as in us humans. Me. <laughs> yeah, me, <laughs> like, me as well. <laughs> me as well. Like, us humans in general. We can get really impatient. And then that, that really does lead into, like, I'll add another weight. Yeah, I'll add another weight. But we can also sometimes be a little bit too reserved and, like, I'm never going to add a weight. So it, that's why also a trainer can be very helpful if you guys are really struggling and you do have the extra money to to get a trainer. They can really help you pace yourself and find that rhythm. So those are very, very, very helpful things. Let's talk about soreness. How do you feel about soreness? Because I watched this episode of um, Jeff Nippard and uh, Dr. Mike. Not Mike the doctor, Dr. Mike, but he's called Dr. Like, Mike. Is there yeah, is there that, yeah. And they were talking about um, overrated and underrated fitness things. Like they were going to rate it like that. And one of those things that they did was soreness. And both of them kind, uh, um, doc, uh, Dr. Mike said it was underrated and Jeff said it was overrated. How do you feel about soreness? I'm kind of neutral to it because everybody's body is different. 
soreness comes from your muscles tearing and then your body making lactic acid that's what hurts um some people who train really hard sometimes don't even feel it but they know they worked hard there's some people that have an overproduction of lactic acid and even if they do a pretty simple workout they get sore the next day so um it's a good it could be a way to gauge your progress or if you work the hard but you shouldn't be discouraged if like you know you worked hard but you didn't feel any pain that just could be your body saying or that just could be your body adapting very well yeah to the workout mm-hmm. that's that's really what I, that's also what they were both saying like they both had those two aspects to it where jeff was saying that we use it too much as this pro- progress point that's why he thinks it's overrated because everybody wants to feel sore where dr mike was saying how not enough people are pushing themselves because they don't want to get sore you know yeah because they're scared to get to feel that pain yeah or to be out of commission yeah or which is which is understandable but also that thought of like yeah i don't need to be sore like good workouts don't mean you have to be sore so you don't end up pushing yourself that extra bit because you're like gauging no i feel good you know there there's that like line that you kind of have to understand your body a bit more with that like the first exercise you will likely feel quite sore whether it was light or not um it, it will often feel quite sore and then later on it gets a little bit better and if you find that a workout just doesn't feel challenging enough then you can really start progressing yeah um that's actually one of the things in in working out it's what you call progressive overload um you plateau you try to find ways to get better to challenge yourself because you feel like you're not progressing and for example, maybe one of your best tells is you get sore if you know you work that hard and then you start realizing that you're not getting sore in that particular body part and you're like, oh, maybe it's time for me to increase the weight or maybe it's time for me to um, increase the set, you know, and stuff like that. So it could be a tell. It really depends on the person. It's it's a person-to-person thing. It's even a body part-to-body part thing. Like, your legs could feel sore after a really hard workout, mm-hmm. whereas your biceps don't feel a thing the next day. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's different. Like for me, my legs get super sore super fast, but my arms, not so much. But then I guess I don't really work out my arms as much either. So, anyways, <laughs> those are some of the <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. But those are some of the big mistakes that we can really see when it comes to your fitness journey at the beginning so do check in with those and again it's really about finding how fitness can fit into your life without controlling your life and everybody wants to see progress but don't focus too much on the result itself but try to enjoy the process as well yeah is there anything else you want to share Elijah yeah no it's just like um if you feel tired or feel like it's too slow um tweak how you think and maybe find different goals as to why you're working out or other motivations like what we said um doesn't have to be a physical aspect it could be a long-term future like being older and being able to do stuff that you still want to do when you're older right so it just doesn't have to be about physical aspects it's about making fitness a part of your lifestyle to add style to your life (laughs) We're really sticking with that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sticking with that. Dude, I don't think anybody's ever used that. I, <laughs> I should trademark it. I need to trademark that. 
Okay. So like, yeah, I think that's a really good insight as well. You know, movement is not just about for a specific result that you're looking for at the moment. It's also for years later as well. You know, like you're not just lifting weights because you want to build muscle for right now. You're lifting weights because you're going to lose muscle as you age and to have a lot of muscle to maintain or to maintain muscle in general is going to be very helpful. So let's take a look at those other aspects and find and make fitness fun. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you to the letter sender. Send your letters in at the Donut Box Pod if you want to be part of the next episode. And yeah. And yeah, uh, we wish you all a happy new year again. And I hope you guys progress with your new year's resolutions. Bye. And that is the end of the episode. If you'd like to send us a letter, don't forget to follow at the Donut Box Pod on Instagram. And also follow us here as well. You can also follow me at Istro Sebastian on TikTok and Instagram, also on Facebook and on X and Threads, or Joe Sebastian on YouTube. You can also follow at healwithjoe.rnd for more nutrition things. The Donut Box Podcast is an anima podcast podcast, and don't forget to follow them for the latest pods. Until the next episode, don't forget, you always deserve to eat.